welcome to the podcast. I'm your host for the next little while while you listen. It's my job to keep you not just entertained, but growing. I want to get you to get in the right state of mind, to get you really going and thinking. I want to get your creative juices flowing. I want to get those gears turning. We need to delete these files that are clogging up your systems. We need to streamline your operating system. And so, if you're driving, firstly focus on the road. Put me on your back burner. Your number one job is to drive. If you're walking around, well, enjoy the sky, enjoy the wind. If you're sitting there doing nothing, then I encourage you to close your eyes. Give your eyes a break. They work hard for you. And how often during our waking time, how often do we truly close our eyes and give ourselves a break? So with that said, we'll get right into it. Today's theme will be dropping, letting go, cutting bait, and moving on. first phrase that comes to mind, and this is one we've all heard, is never give up. Don't be a quitter. Winners never give in. And you know, there's something to be said for each of these. And that something is, this is nonsense. This is complete and utter nonsense. Winners give up all the time. Don't believe me? Well, let's explore the topic, shall we? When we give up, when we let go, then it gives us a chance to reset and recalibrate. If we hold on too tightly to something, we strangle it and squeeze the life out of it. Yet if we open the palm of our hand, we can see it and it can breathe. When we let it go, we give ourselves a chance to recalibrate and rebalance our desires. So often, the possessor becomes the possessed. So often, the things we own end up owning us. And I'll explore these topics in more detail later. But today, we're going to talk about the courageous act of surrender. Now, if you're having a little bit of cognitive dissonance right now, good. That means you've been paying attention. What I'm saying to you today is going to go against the grain and against the fabric of your conditioning. And we've all been conditioned from day one, depending on our country of origin, depending upon our 
family, depending upon our religious background, or whatever the case, depending on our past, we all have this conditioning. And the act of learning, the act of assimilating knowledge, the act of growing our intellect and gaining wisdom, well, let's call it what it is. It's conditioning. It's programming. And if you follow those commands to the end, then you will have a very short and a very unsuccessful run at this beautiful thing we call life. Because life is extremely complex. It's vastly beautiful. It is not one size fits all. And so our commands must be deleted in order for us to truly appreciate life and to gain the most from the experience. Think of the guy, and we all know the guy. We all know more than one of the guys. He has his favorite brand of beer and he sticks to it. He has his favorite team and he sticks with them. He has his favorite brand of truck and he sticks with it. Well, that's all fine and well, as long as it's kept in those arenas. But the truth is we all do this to some degree. We all play favorites. We all develop loyalty. And many of us do this before we're even conscious of it. And so the punchline is that the alliances, the alignments, and the choices we made when we were too young to really realize what's going on, and we're talking the ages of three, four, five, and six, and seven, and so on, these choices, these pledges, and these promises will actually drive our life for us if we do not step in and omit and delete these running programs. And we're going to talk a lot more about how to do that later in different sessions. Because that's a whole thing onto itself. We call it deprogramming. We call it debugging. But today we'll focus on just the simple concept of what it means to let go, what it means to give up, and why that's not a bad thing at all. You know, quitters never win. Untrue, untrue. And I'll tell you why. Because winners, they are adept at quitting, at quitting things that are harming them, at analyzing patterns and adjusting. True winners, and we're talking about highly successful people that are fulfilled emotionally, psychologically, spiritually, etc. These people are adept at self-reflection, at observing themselves from a third-party perspective, and then tweaking their performance to fit what they really want now. 
How did they get there? It depends. Each person's different. But the fundamentals are the same. And the fundamentals go like this. We are born, we learn, we grow, we fossilize, we decay, we die. And so if we interrupt that process, we can actually reverse the trend. And then we can realign ourselves with the learning process. Riddle me this. Why is it that we're taught to be good students when we're younger, and yet we think that somehow we should become the experts once we cross the threshold into adulthood? Why would anyone want to become an expert on one thing? Really, examine the motives. If you are hungry for approval, if you're hungry for power, yeah, it makes sense. If you want to have dominance over other people, well then by all means, become the expert. But the closed mind sees nothing. And the open mind is able to receive. We can open and close our minds at will. The problem is for most of us that our wills have become tainted We've become accustomed to being force-fed data from talking heads and we assume that they know what they're talking about. And when we assume, then we assume all risk for their shortcomings. The larger theme of this podcast is all about freeing your mind, getting to know your mind getting to observe yourself from the outside. And the problem many of us face is that we are super sensitive about this. We have defenses set up all around where we can't even see inside and we can't see outside. We're just kind of blocked in, playing patty cake with our past self. If you want to truly learn, you have to let go. There's no two ways about it. And what do you want to learn about? Well, that's up to you. What suits your fancy? What calls you? What is it that really gets you excited? What gets you jazzed up and happy? And what gets you pumped? Only you can answer that. My goal here is just to simply let you know that if you really want to go for something, if you really want to achieve success in any area, you're going to have to let go. You're going to have to give up. Now, it seems paradoxical. It seems like a catch-22. Well, how do I let go if I want to grab onto something? Well... Remember the old rope in gym class, climbing the rope? You have to let go with one hand, hold on with the other, and pull your way up. Now, most of us couldn't climb the rope. Myself included. I could never climb the rope because I was paralyzed by fear. 
I didn't think I could do it. I didn't think I was strong enough. All the eyes on me made me cringe up. I became super aware of all the eyes on me, afraid to fail, and so I would just simply give up. I would get my feet off the ground, hold on for a minute, try, and then let go. Most of us did that. Let's take another example, walking. If you want to move forward, you're going to have to pick your feet up off the ground. You're going to have to fall forward, and then right when it looks like you're going to fall, you just step down. And so there are physical mechanics that we can utilize to understand this process. But what we're talking about is a mental process. We're talking about letting go of what's holding you back. We're talking about letting go of your past versions of yourself. We're talking about letting go of decisions you made. And now the other problem most of us face is that we can't even remember those decisions because they're like 20, 30, 40 years ago. Even 10 years ago, it's going to be difficult. How many of us remember what we ate for breakfast on Tuesday, April 12th, 10 years ago? Not many. And yet, these primary decisions drive us forward automatically. We're going to get more into each one of these side topics later on. But for now, my sole purpose is just to simply introduce you to this idea that letting go is not only good, giving up, quitting, it's necessary. It's necessary for survival. We'll look into my life. You get a look into my life right now. I'm currently on a fast. The thing is, I love eating. It's a passion for me. Food is a passion. It's something I take very seriously. It's a lot of fun. I love cooking. I love good food. I love the variety of it. I love the experience of sitting down. I don't like being hungry. However, I am forcing myself to go on a three-day fast. Three days. I've never done that before. This is day two. I've only done one day. And I'm going to drink juice that I make from fresh fruits, vegetables, and I'm going to drink water. And that's it. And yesterday when I was making the decision, I was paralyzed. I was fearful. I, was, I felt so hungry already. And I thought it through. I thought, you know, dude, you're about to turn 40. You are kind of fat. You need this, Trent. You need it. And so I did it. I let go. I let go of food. And right now, I'm in the middle of it and it's not so bad. I feel the momentum pulling me forward. I feel the momentum aligning with my vision. By letting go of my habit of eating, 
by letting go of my habit of something that I just do automatically to survive. I'm actually more free. I'm actually feeling pretty good. I feel like I'm in charge of things right now. And that's a good feeling. That's a feeling we all want. That's a feeling we all deserve. Don't we deserve to be in charge of our own life? If there's one thing we deserve, it should be that. To be in charge of our life and to not have life pushing us around. Not being led around by our impulses and our previous commands. And so that was a small example. We could go into a lot of others. Perhaps you've tried becoming really good at some craft, whether it be art, whether it be a sport, whether it be investing, computer science, it could be anything. Most likely, once you start this path, you hit walls and it's like very uncomfortable. You begin to doubt yourself, you begin to fear and what I'm saying is when you feel this process, instead of fighting it or sweeping it under the rug, really give it time. Really like explore what it is that you're so afraid of, what this is telling you. And then I'll add to it a level that you may not do, and that's simply give yourself the chance to give up. Just give yourself 15 minutes to explore what it would be like to give up and what you would rather do instead. And you may come back full circle and say, well, after thinking it through, I really don't want to give up. I think it would be a good thing. In that case, proceed, because that means you're on your path. That means that you're really thinking and you're in charge and you're driving your life. If, however, you think about it for 15 minutes and you realize, whoa, I really don't want to do this. Why am I even doing this? Ask yourself that question and give yourself another 15 minutes. Why are you doing this? And you may find out that it was never your idea in the first place. Or you may find out that you made this decision before you found out more information about what you wanted to get into. Because we all make decisions based on incomplete information. When we get up a little further, we see all the eggs in a row and we can begin to see, ooh, I did not count this correctly. It's a lot different than I thought. Now before those eggs hatch, you have time to escape. Once they hatch, you have to take care of them, you have to raise them, so to speak. And so we're all faced with decisions in our life. If we're lucky, if we're lucky enough to have a freedom of choice, if we're lucky enough to be in a place where that's even allowed. And then these freedoms and these choices come with their own burden, their own weight. I'll take another example out of my life. We'll go back to high school and college. For me personally.
I decided in high school, well, I didn't decide, but we'll come back to that. For simplicity of speech, I decided that I wanted to be an architect. And so, what did I do? I set out upon a journey to study architecture. I signed up for university to study architecture as a major. Yet, when I got there, it was a lot different than I thought. The things our professors told us what it would be like is not what I imagined. And after about six months to a year of it, I really started to question my choice. I really did. I thought, wow, I don't want to do this. This does not sound like me. This doesn't sound like what I want. And I, I quickly realized that it wasn't my choice at all. It was actually my mother's dream. And once I remembered this and recalled this, it became crystal clear like, dude, this isn't even your dream. What are you doing? Oh, well, I want to make my mother proud. She wanted a better life for me. So ever since I was small, she kind of incepted this idea of becoming an architect and it sounded pretty good. Now my father was a construction worker, a carpenter by trade, a builder by nature. He was out there on the job site getting dirty, making enough money to feed us, but nothing to save. And so my mom wanted a better life for me. It's a noble thing. I'm not laying any kind of fault at her feet. I'm simply saying it wasn't my dream. Now, I ended up continuing on with that degree, but my intention changed. I thought, I love carpentry, I love building, I love being outside. I don't want a lot of money. I don't want to be in an office sitting in front of a computer drawing buildings. I want to be building them. I want to be getting dirty and seeing the sunshine. And so I said, I'll just simply use this education and I'll implement it in my own way. And so about a year in, I knew I wasn't going to be an architect, but I continued on anyways. And that shaped my path, that shaped my education. Am I recommending this for you? No, I'm not. Simply pointing out an example from my life to give some shading to the illustration. A lot of you may be looking at college courses and thinking, what am I going to do? Are there even jobs after this? You may be considering taking out massive loans. Well, there's no guarantee that you'll get a job or that you'll like what you're majoring in, but there is a guarantee that that loan will be hanging over your head, accruing interest daily. And so decisions really need to be thought out. It's really important. It's expensive not to. It's very expensive in more ways than just monetarily. You may want to be a footballer. You may want to join the military. You may want to be a teacher. But is it even your dream? And this is what independence is all about. We should respect our parents. 
We should thank them. But we should not be the vehicle for their dreams. It's just simply not what we should do because it will lead to an unfulfilled life and it will lead to living a lie. And to be fair and honest, there's already plenty of people living out lies. Why don't we try living our lives honestly? Maybe we don't need as much money as we thought we did. Maybe we don't need as much whatever it is as we thought we did. Maybe we don't need to keep waking up, eating breakfast, eating lunch, eating dinner every single day until we pass. And so quitting, giving up, is really a critical step in becoming free, becoming an individual that is not espoused to a decaying institution. And things are changing rapidly. Anyone can see that. Anyone with eyes and a brain can actually see how rapidly things are changing right now. And so this places even more urgency to decisions being up to speed, up to the moment, and valid for your current reality system. One of the things my architect professors told us the first year is that he said, look guys, if you're thinking you're gonna make big money, think again. If you're thinking it's gonna be this thing it was, it's not because things have changed. The heyday of architecture was like 50 years ago. And this is when I was in college 20 years ago. And so like my mom's dream was dated. There was a, a mystique and a success associated with the architect that had long since passed. Am I saying don't be an architect? No, maybe that's what you want to do. Stop putting words in my mouth. How many times have you heard that? People always say it. Stop putting words in my mouth. Well, that's a strange phrase, don't you think? What it really means is, hey, don't interpret what I'm saying in your own way. Well, that's odd. Shouldn't we all be doing that? Isn't that what we always do? Well, that's fine. But then don't lay it back at the person. And this is about not putting blame on each other. Take responsibility for our own lives and our own actions. And, and who tends to do this? It's people that are living out other people's dreams. People that are on autopilot and then they say, well, this happened because of this. It's his fault, it's her fault. No, none of that's true. For your life, right now, take a breath, quit everything for just a minute, just literally a minute, 
if you can put your phone down, if you can stop thinking about all the stuff, if you can quit worrying, quit doing, and you can start refreshing your system. You don't have to wait until you go to sleep tonight to reset. You can actually take a minute whenever you need. And so in our future sessions, we're going to talk about meditation as an avenue to your freedom. That's going to be a whole subject onto itself. And yet it dovetails very firmly into the idea of giving up. I hope that you gained some value from this discussion. I honestly want to say thank you for taking the time. Thanks for taking the time and for giving me the time. You actually spent a fair chunk of your day listening to my ramblings and musings. And that means a lot to me. I hope that um, my message came through openly and honestly. I hope it did not sound too convoluted or too confusing. And yet, it was designed to confound you just enough to begin to question your process. Because we're all individuals, we're all beautiful, we're all perfect in our own right, and we all deserve to be happy at the end of the day. And yet, it's not a guarantee. In fact, it seems impossible most of the time. But I think with a little bit of work, and an equal amount of surrender, you can get there. <laughs>